another episode of 10 Minute Cinema. I'm here with Big Guy. How you doing, Big Guy? All right. All right. How's the challenge going? I'm actually ahead by two days. Oh, crap. After last time? Yeah. That's crazy. All right. So tell us about some of those movies that you watched lately. Uh, you know, they were movies. Come on. Give us a little bit more details than that. I uh, caught up on a lot of the Best Picture nominees over the weekend. Oh, yeah? Yeah. All right. Which were the best three? Well, I guess, in my opinion right now, it would be Arrival, Hidden Figures, and Manchester by the Sea. Okay. But to be fair, I have not seen Hell or High Water or La La Land. Okay, so... Not that I'm expecting to like La La Land, because I'm really not that big on musicals, but... Right, but it is the frontrunner, so there's a good chance maybe it'll sway you once you watch it. It's possible, I guess. I think we're... I'm pretty sure... Yeah, we're still showing it, I'm pretty sure, at our theater, so if you want to watch it, it's still there. Cool. Uh, So, if you had to pick one to be the best picture right now, I'm guessing you go with Hidden Figures? Yeah, if I was picking one that I thought would win that I've seen. Okay. Um, if I was picking one just for myself, I'd still go Arrival. I thought it was really good. I want to see it. But I'm bad. also really big into science fiction and fantasy. Of course. So that's always my opinion. Yeah, that's not going to be... There's no way it wins. Really? No. Yeah, it's crazy that it got nominated. I exactly. didn't even think it was going to be on the radar. And all of a sudden, it's like Best Picture nominees. I'm like, yeah. Arrival? Like, After holy watching crap. it, I thought maybe at the, the best we could hope for would maybe be like Amy Adams for actors. Yeah. Yeah, having a Best Picture nom really... I'll put it on the map. Definitely, and you don't see that with a lot of sci-fi films, so it's kind of crazy that they actually got that on there. Yeah. Uh, I can't even remember the last science fiction film that was nominated for Best Picture came uh, It was District 9. District 9. How about that? That's a little bit of good trivia you had on the back of your tongue there. Yeah. <laughs> Might have been something else between them, but that's the last one I could think of. Okay, cool. Uh, so, any bad ones? God bless you, by the way. Uh, yeah. I hate to say bad, because it really wasn't a bad movie, but it just didn't really live up to any of my expectations Moonlight. Moonlight? Really? I know a lot of people are talking about it being maybe a, you know, a, an underrated, uh, like a sneak-in-to-win kind of thing. Dark Horse? Yeah. Because um, it won the Golden Globe for Best Drama, while La La Land won for Best Comedy. Right. And then I know they got some love at the SAG Awards also for... Uh, that's his name, Mahershala Ali, I think is his name. Okay. For a supporting actor. But, I don't know, it just didn't really speak to me on any level. Um, a lot of that might just be the subject matter. It's hard for me to relate to an inner city uh, gay black man growing up in Miami in the 80s. Okay. <laughs> That's none of my experiences. So. Sure. Uh, it's not? That could be part of it. I'm shocked. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, did you watch anything else other than Oscar movies? Mm, not really. Okay, cool. Well, I watched one movie, and I will tell you about it, and you're going to laugh at me. Huh. I thought you were going to say after this ad, but that's kind of like how podcasts go. <laughs> no. <laughs> we don't have any sponsors, unfortunately. So uh, I watched the B movie. The animated movie? The animated movie with Jerry Seinfeld and Renee Selwiger. Okay. Yeah, that happened because someone was in a weird mood and wanted to watch something different. Okay. So that's what we watched. Okay. It 
was okay. It wasn't, you know, the greatest animated movie of all time or anything, but it, it was solid for an uh, animated movie. Doesn't have the depth of Pixar, but what does other than Pixar? They already did their Bug movie. Yeah, Bug's Life. Yeah. thought that's what it was. Couldn't remember if it was Ants or Bug's Life. I always go Bug's Life first. I'm usually right, so. <laughs> See what I did there? I made a joke. All right, moving on. So, once again, the winning movie was Predator. And let me tell you, we have a lot to talk about this week. Do we? No, not really. There's oh. not much at all in the beginning <laughs> of the movie. So, this might be a little short. I'm alright with that. Yeah, you know, sometimes you gotta have a small, small one. Yep. Like Andy Eyehausen. Oh, <laughs> He won't listen to it anyway, so he won't even hear the burn. It's a it's a undercover burn. I'm sure he'll never hear about it. I'm not telling him. Anyway, so uh, we we start off and we get to see a whole bunch of like military vehicles driving. That's not how it starts. Oh, okay. We start off. We see like a shooting star type thing go into a planet. This looks like Earth. After a spaceship, a huge fucking spaceship flies across the screen. I mean, that, that didn't stand out to you at all. It did, but oh, okay. It wasn't really important, I don't think. Oh, okay. <laughs> For all we know, that's just like another spaceship. Like, it doesn't have anything to do with the movie. Mm, yeah. <laughs> it certainly looks, you know, nothing like any of the spaceships we've created. And the uh, quote-unquote shooting star that you saw kind of looks like it was fired from the spaceship. But hey, what do I know? <laughs> well, I mean, I just believe it's a shooting star. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, a spaceship shot what looked to be a shooting star into Earth, and uh, then we see a helicopter. Oh, okay. Flying along across the ocean or sea or river or something, a body of water. Maybe. Could even be a lake. It, it's not. It's not. And they come up onto this beach type place. Huh. It could be a beach. Okay. <laughs> Are we having fun yet? Geography with Bob Browskin. <laughs> Maybe that's a new podcast. Gross. <laughs> it's like a flags with Shelton Cooper. No. You don't watch Big Bang Theory anymore? You're one that got me started on that show. I'm sorry. Wow. Rude. Anyway. So, uh, after we see all these military vehicles meet up with this helicopter, we see, like, a little base with tents and stuff, and, uh, we, of course, see Alan Schwarzenegger coming up with a cigar in his mouth, because it's typical 80s Arnold. Yeah. He always has to be chomping on a cigar. That's the first thing I wrote down, is this already feels like the 80s. Oh, it does. It's you have, like, a really long soundtrack here. Mm-hmm. Like, a song that literally plays for about three and a half minutes before you have any type of, like talking or character interaction at all with credits obviously yeah. it's just a very long montage of traveling mm-hmm. like we got the classic Arnold look we got the big wraparound thick sunglasses on the one guy <laughs> yeah and just the clothes in general just scream 1980s right and uh, as you mentioned the credits I did have one that jumped out at me I did not realize that Stan Winston was the 
uh, creature designer for Predator. Oh, uh, I'm not really good with names like that, so okay. uh, refresh my memory. He's mostly known, in my experience, I'm sure he's done several other things, but he was the one that created the Terminator. Okay. And he did the special effects for the Jurassic Park movies. Oh, wow. So the, this... the first three, at least. I don't know about... No, I think he died before the world came out. Probably. But that's cool. Yeah. That's a nice uh, resume. Yeah, absolutely. So we're obviously going to see some cool stuff here. I know he's, he's definitely won Academy Awards for special effects and makeup also, I think. Nice. And I know I haven't seen this since I was, like, a really small kid. Like, at the most, 12. You were never small. I, I was, believe. actually. I don't believe I was. I have pictures. Uh, at the most, I was 12 the last time I saw this movie. But I'm thinking more like 8 or 10, around that. Okay. How old were you the last uh, time? It hasn't been quite that long. Well, it might be because you're younger than me. But uh, I would say high schoolish, maybe. 16, so, like, 17. 14. Okay, so 16 or 17. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, it's a possibility maybe I was 12 when you were 16 and we yeah. watched this at the same exact time. Wow. Maybe. Kismet. It's possible. It could be Kismet. How you doing? Not okay. Anyway. So, uh, we find out real quick that Arm's name is Dutch. Yep. And he comes in and General, this General has hired him to complete a mission. Yeah. Uh, I believe he said like a helicopter went down or something. Yeah. And they're being held hostage. So, he wanted the best of the best. So, he hired a mercenary gang to come in and rescue the hostages. <coughs> and there's this cool quote where they already have where he's like, Arm's like, well, why didn't you use the army? It's like, you all of a sudden you hear Carl Weathers in the background. Because some moron told him that the best of the best was you, or whatever. I can't even remember the quote. That's good. Yeah, good job. Thanks. And so, obviously, they know each other because he gets up, he laughs, and then they, like, of course, they do the standard 80s arm grip. Like, they both grip their arms and we get, like, a zoom-in of their muscles. And then all of a sudden it goes into an arm, or arm wrestling match. Like, typical 80s stuff for an action movie, for sure. Anyway, we learn more about the mission and how uh, Carl Weathers' character, I didn't actually catch his name. I didn't either. Okay, so they might not have said it. Uh, it's coming with them, and he's like, well, my team works alone. And he's like, no, I'm coming with you. So, Apollo, Apollo Creed is ready for some business here. You almost said Apollo Crews. I almost said Apollo Crews. I am a WWE fan. Nice. Yep, it almost happened. Very, WWE very professional. Is, yeah, definitely. And so then we have a scene, which is another song, by the way, another four-minute song, of them traveling in a helicopter towards their mission location. And we hear a lot of, like, we basically get to meet the team. Yeah, just kind of soldiers back and forth banter. Yeah, it's definitely a lot of banter. Uh, you laughed a line. Do you remember what the line was? Uh, it was uh, Jesse Ventura's character saying that the shit that he's eating or chewing would turn people into a sexual Tyrannosaurus. <laughs> Such a great 80s quote, all right. And I, I pointed out, I don't think I've ever actually seen anyone chew tobacco. Like, he was just chomping on it, like gum, almost. Yeah. Usually when you think of tobacco, it's like you put a little bit in the bottom of your cheek, and every once in a while you kind of suck on it and spit. He was just chomping away. Well, it is called chewing tobacco, so it I is. guess you are supposed to chew it. I, I guess so. I just, I've never seen it before. Yeah. 
Well, it's uh, more typical for like baseball players or uh, 80s actors to do it. So oh, right. you aren't going to see much of it anymore because you don't really watch baseball that much either. So, Boom. Roasted. Yep. I don't know why. Yeah. Uh, he also laughed at another line. I can't remember that one years. Uh, big as a house. Oh, the, yeah. The pussy one. Yeah. yeah. That was fine. Anyway, so we we get a little bit of uh, their characters. Jesse Ventura seems like he's a real asshole because he spits on uh, Carl Weathers' boot and then Carl Weathers playing it cool. You got a nasty habit. Or that's a nasty habit to have. And what else do you want to add about this helicopter ride? There's not really much. We're getting towards the end of it. They're approaching the coordinates where they're going to be dropping out of radio connectivity. Oh, yeah, yeah. That is a good point. Apollo Cre- or Creed. Damn it! Just call him Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers informs Dutch that as soon as they cross the border, they are on their own. So there is no help from the Army or anyone once they cross that border, which makes sense. Yeah. They're doing a covert mission, so. And that's pretty much it for the first 10 minutes. Uh, yeah. There's not really much to talk about. No. Good enough setup. Yeah, you know, setting up a premise, we're not going to see the Predator for quite a while, I believe. No. But we got we got to set up the actual mission first. Yep. All right. Well, uh, do you have anything else to add this week? I don't really. All right. So uh, you can follow us on Twitter. You're at BigGuyACB. I am. I'm at USAKid6977. You are. And we're also at Tim and Sin. No, we're not. We are. No. Doesn't I will exist. set up on your phone. It doesn't exist. It does exist. That account has never tweeted. It does not it exist. It will tweet tonight. Okay. Crap, I don't really want to tweet from it tonight. We have to now. Okay, fine. I will tweet from it tonight. Okay. Alright, so, uh... Actually, it tweets on Macly, I'm pretty sure. I don't think it does. I bet you it does. Because I'm pretty sure I signed up to where... Anytime I post it, it would tweet. I think it's broken. Is has? Did you look recently? No. Okay. We'll see. Anyway. I just can't imagine that you did something technically, you know, sound. <laughs> it seems like that every time you come over. I have it issues. really does. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not really that bad with technology. I mean, if you want to help out anytime, you can. Yeah, right. I do this all day for a living. I don't want to do when I go home. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Well, uh, if that's all we got, then I would say that. That's a wrap.